Hello, welcome to Gen Z Meets World Podcast. I am Aisha. I'm Ahmed, and today we'll be talking about fears and phobia. Scary stuff. Scary stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we won't, probably won't be scary, yeah. scary. Yeah, yeah, it's not We're like talking about things that we're scared of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, or we're scared or, of. Or we're scared of, and yeah. the, the whole thing in the general. The whole concept. Yeah, yeah. concept. Oh, wait, my phone locked. Okay, oh. so <laughs> <laughs> um, the definition, if we were to look at, um, this one is the National Health Service. Uh, I think this UK site UK, yeah. uh, National Health, Health Service uh, defines phobias as like uh, an overwhelming and debilitating fear of an object, place, situation, feeling or animal and specifically phobias are more pronounced than fears um, they develop when a person has an exaggerated or unrealistic sense of danger about a situation or object and then um Specifically, when you face a fear, this one is from Mayo Clinic. Uh, when you face a fear, a specific phobia involves an intense, persistent fear of a specific object or situation that's out of proportion to the actual risk. Right. You know, like when you say yeah. that in unrealistic fear, it doesn't necessarily mean like unrealistic. Like when because does how do you define be, yeah. unrealistic? You know. Yeah. So specifically, it is out of proportion to the actual risk but you feel like it's yeah like for some people they know it is not it is out of proportion for other people they don't feel like they feel like it is in proportion yeah so um going back uh, a lot of my fears and phobias actually started when i was small i mean you know you have them uh, across your life so there will be the ones that you start with um and I think the most prominent one that everybody knows of. Everybody in the family, you everybody mean? In yeah. the fam- and qu- quite some of people oh, okay. in outside the family as well. I mean, I'm pretty sure some people from outside the family knows actually. Is my fears of lizards. Ah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it starts. I'm not sure where it starts because I like, grew up with that being in my mind already. Um, in, at my grandmother's house, there's like. Even over here, over um, at our house here, mm. but our, our grandmother's house, our grandmother's house especially, there were a lot of, of lizards. lizards. So many lizards. Just so many lizards. Oh, grandfather's car. Have you ever been in the house? In the car? I've never been in. I I, I may have been in the car. I can't remember. Right, but I remember young. looking at the car, and there were lizards mm. inside. Yeah. Outside, on the floor. It's filled. <laughs> <laughs> I used to call call our father's grandfather's car a zoo. Yeah, I remember. I remember you calling it that. Uh, so yeah, lizards. I'm not exactly sure why I'm afraid of lizards, but I think it goes to their jiggly shape. Ah. Because like that kind of, uh, it feels like icky sort of. Like like, is it? The jiggly shape makes you afraid of it, or the jiggly shape gives you an illusion of an icky texture that you do not like. I think it's closer to that. The second one. Because uh, I I thinking back, I don't think that lizards do have an icky. Or do they? They have like a, like a smoothish, kind of. <laughs> you're already like you're cringing. <laughs> Like they, I mean, they're not like sticky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, so 
yeah, I think it's yeah. it's a lot of it's like you know what what I perceive from looking at them, mm-hmm. uh, because the thing is a lot of that that aspect of its characteristics also occurs in like I can see them being a pattern yeah. being a pattern with my a few other things that I'm afraid of like snakes or frogs or frogs yes yeah because I'm not afraid of snakes in the sense that it could bite me. Uh-huh. I I think it took me a long time before I know that snakes are dangerous. Yeah, right. First, I just did not like its you know the way it's like slithery. Yeah, yeah. Could, not that it could strangle you, but then the fact that it could wrap around you right. is uh, you know like, it's like suffocating. Was, not not a, suffocating. Oh, right. even if it's just wrapping like if you wrap a towel. Yeah, it's like it's not softly. choking, but it's like suffoc. It's like. No, no, it's just the feeling of oh, it being... Oh, right, right, right. Okay, That's okay. like sometimes shudder. Right, like f- right. You know, feeling that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, you know, frogs, uh, snakes, but specifically lizards, because I think that's most prominent yeah. because I see them a lot. I mean, I rarely see a snake. A frog is quite common, yeah. somewhat. But then lizards, but then the lizards are, are like... Everywhere. Everywhere. I basically yeah. see them every day. Um, especially when at our grandmother's house. So yeah, that's like uh, the earliest... Fear that I could remember, mm-hmm. or irrational phobia that is I could it, remember. Is it like the so? Is it like generally the thing that 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 uh you're like irrationally uncomfortable with, or irrationally fearing? Is it the texture of it? So you don't like this kind of like feeling? Is it? I'm not sure about that as well because the thing is, there's certain things that that the texture is somewhat. It's like those things that you you those um, jellyish thing that you pull and uh-huh. to- yeah. yeah yeah. I imagine that lizards have that kind of texture. Right. That's why I used to yeah. call that toy we had yeah. chicha, S- yeah. uh, which is lizard Emily, yeah. because. But then when I have that and when I play with, You're it, fine I'm with it, fine with that. Right. So I'm I'm not, not sure really as sure well it. what is it that causes. But that. it's not like danger. It's not like danger. Hmm. So. But it makes you anxious. Definitely. It makes me anxious, right. definitely. That super anxious. Right. Nowadays, snakes can make me anxious uh, because of the danger aspect. Less on the heebie-jeebies aspect, more to the danger aspect. Yeah. Um, but lizards, they still, especially when they, whenever they just pop, pop up right, right in right front in of front me of and which they often do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they like yeah. to do that. Um, my childhood fear, a fear that I had when I was younger. Or phobia, you know. Yeah. Um, was uh, I remember that I was afraid of cats mm. irrationally. Um, but then it, it was a lot at a lot of uh, restaurants. Yeah, it <laughs> it was a lot of like because I mean cats seem so excitable and they have like sharp claws, and so I always feel like I couldn't predict what mm-hmm. the cat would do, you know, and the cat might maim you. Like it's true that when you grow older, you don't think that a cat can harm you that much, you know? But when you're younger, for me, you know, you couldn't tell how much can a cat harm you or not harm you. And because it often seems... Like there's, like, such mood swing with cats. Yeah. Everyone can agree with that, you know? One time they're happy, then they're they're, they're angry, and then they're, they're playing, then they're sleeping, you know? <laughs> they're sleeping and they're awake and they're hungry. So, yeah, it's so unpredictable. Yeah. So, I'm afraid that it can, you know, harm me in a certain way. And so, especially when they get excited, I'm like, okay, I'm out. Um, but they're, you know, even then, I've always felt like they're cute and they're nice, but it's so unpredictable. But then, uh, yeah, so that was one. But then I got over that 
quite quickly because you know cats are everywhere and i have this thing where i want to get over all of my weaknesses so you know it's not like it the fear was out of proportion so maybe yes it is a phobia which they call it like gatophobia was it I have no idea. It's very possible though, yeah. but I'm not sure. Okay, so, <laughs> so um, it was I was irrationally afraid of it, so it was probably a phobia, but then it's like pretty soon that I could get over it because I realized what was it that uh, made me afraid of it. So you know, but then I was also very much afraid of heights. Hmm. Um, I wasn't afraid of height as in I'm afraid of the I am afraid of the fact that because when I get to a certain point of height I feel like the chances of me to accidentally slip is so high or sometimes I feel off balance in general and when I feel off balance I fear that I might fall so I don't want to be at a point of height that would be too high that I might fall myself yeah you know that was like my fear of heights like when i am afraid once the fear kicks in i become quite irrational but i don't feel like it was so much of a fear that's a phobia yeah because it is it is a generic fear yeah. this just, is something that you should be afraid of yeah i was yeah. just it was just that i'm worried you know and so when i get at that point i may be irrationally yeah. acting out but, but your fear is not irrational yeah, because I'm it is a bit sure. it is a true danger compared to like yeah. lizards and or, it and i get know. quite high once i start getting yeah. afraid of it you know or arachnophobia where you're just afraid of spiders even though cough cough yeah i it depends actually <laughs> i mean i'm fine with like those normal house spiders now but okay. i can't i still can't with those Large. Sometimes Ahmad is just looking at like you know when you play something in games and they have like you know gigantic <laughs> spiders, giant size sized spiders. Oh, the, don't remind I me of didn't, that one. I didn't know that he was afraid of spiders. And then we played this one game where you are in a cave and there's like lots of spiders in the area. And then there's like webs which makes you you know you're like stuck with and webs. Like spider eggs yeah. and like cracks. So spider we're eggs. like you know we're just like we rush in. This the spiders attack you know so we rush in and then we rush out and then. Ahmed was stuck in the spider web <laughs> and he was screaming, Don't leave me, don't leave me, don't leave me. We're like, We're just here, you know? Like, it's okay, the spider web will get that. Like, you won't die yet. It's okay. We're watching from afar. We can, like, you know, attack the spiders. So, but he's like screaming. <laughs> and then I didn't know anything, you know, until months later. Then we were talking and then he's like, Oh, yeah, those spiders, like, you know, creep him out. I'm like, No wonder you were so afraid of that situation. I didn't know. The worst part was like running away from the spiders and then suddenly reaching to the end of the lair, the, the cave. Yeah. And there's like this, it's just a stagnant picture at the yeah. end. You can't pass the barrier. There's like yeah, an yeah. invisible barrier. But that's like a, a picture, picture of, a of the gigantic, spider. like queen spider, perhaps, yeah. probably. And I was just so. <laughs> it's it's so two D and flat. Yeah, and it's so two D and not flat. Not realistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when everything else is three D. Yeah. And you're like being chased by spiders. That's that's three D <laughs> enough. So um yeah so it's not like my fear of height is like not that irrational so I feel like you know. Wait, hold on. You know there's it's two D that's like uh height and like you know uh-huh. that uh, length. And the third dimension is fear. All right, you <laughs> can continue. <laughs> okay, um, so um, the ha- fear of height is in you know like yeah. I think don't think it's a phobia. It's a fear, not a phobia. Uh, but then after that, uh, other than that, I was also afraid of. I think I was somewhat afraid of the dark. But mm. then 
I couldn't go to sleep without the dark. So it's quite of a dilemma. Yeah, like dilemma. I couldn't go to sleep if it's not dark. But then when it's dark, I'm quite. I'm not afraid, afraid, but I get anxious. I get hyper aware. You know, like when it's dark, I feel comfortable. Um, I feel comforted. Like I feel at peace, so that I can go to sleep. But at the same time, I also become hyper aware. So it's like a dilemma, and then thus you know I couldn't go go sleep. I remember anyway. that when I was very small, I could not sleep when it's like I I I could not sleep when it's bright. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I needed like total darkness right. if I want to sleep. Yeah. So what I do is that. I would cover my face with a uh, small pillow uh-huh. before the light turns off, right. so that I do not know right. that the light, the light is, is off. off. I know that the light is off because um, yeah, you people, hear I the hear switch. the switch turning off, and, and, and like, I know that. So, but but then yeah, because yeah. I don't see because it. Seeing is believing. Yeah. <laughs> so if for whatever reason I had to lift the pillow, yeah, and I put it back, it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. But then the thing is that is interesting for me is that I didn't know that I am afraid. I was afraid of most of the things that I was afraid of until so much later. Like when I was younger, I knew I was afraid of cats because everyone's like, "Aisha, it's just a cat. It's just a kitten," you know. So like I know, okay, I that's why like you know I got yeah. over it pretty quickly because I realized, oh, it's you know irrational. Uh, but and then heights. People often say people people didn't say like it's just a bit because it's like you know and they like I don't know I'll, maybe maybe it was like more rational than the others and they're like it's like understandable and so they do make space for me when it comes to height. But then there are things like for example um, c- clowns. Mm. I didn't know I was afraid of clowns until. I was. That was two thousand thirteen or two thousand twelve. Yeah, so I was like fifteen or sixteen when I found out that I am afraid of clowns. Like I had zero clue, like not an inkling. Heights, I could like, kind of like tell that I'm uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Bef- because like the one, the moment when I found out, oh, I am really afraid of heights, was when we were crossing this. Uh, I can't. I don't know what's it called. Gigantes. Yeah, Emily is called Gigantes. Okay. This is the th- the, we'll the pathway the on top uh, that it over, goes over a road, uh, a busy road. A busy road. Yeah. yeah, it's like a bridge, but it's for human. Yeah. Human bridges. <laughs> <laughs> human bridges over roads. Yeah. So um, when we were going over that one of those, and then I started clinging to the rails, then I'm like, oh, I'm afraid of heights. But then it's not like before. Well, we've never been. At a very high point, yeah. I wasn't afraid when we go on planes because you know I'm like in a covered place. But then when I do, I do. I have always noticed that I get like goosebumps whenever we lean over a railing. You uh. know, I just didn't realize that the fear was so strong until that point yeah. when we crossed that uh, bridge. I think it's because the bridge, the lattice of the bridge, like has a space where I feel like I can slip off. You know, and then like railings, it feels safe. Balconies, it feels safe. So, but anyway. Uh, clowns I had zero inkling like really literally zero what happened was that m- me and our other sister Anissa was watching a horror th- um, st- TV series TV series yeah it was like an episode of a horror show and that episode had a clown in it two clowns but then there was like one clown at that particular moment um, and so like it's like the focus of the episode yeah the clown so like the episode started and you know like Ani- okay, Anissa 
is really she's very 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 easily frightened by ghosts or the idea of ghosts but she liked to watch that horror f- show and i like watching horror shows so you know we watch it so <laughs> so when the cloud when the ep- episode started there's a cloud you know which just came out and then like no, no the episode started and this character was like running away from something and then the character looks back and there's a clown you know and then the clown goes like i can't remember if it laughed or not but then it was a smiling yeah. kind of clown and it was like jumping and then the character ran and ran and ran and then i can't remember exactly what happens but yeah and then they shoot the clown again and then this that's like the introduction then they have the opening sequence whatever yeah, you know intro, the, yeah. yeah so at that point because there's a break you know i was like whoa that's so scary and anissa's <laughs> like that's not scary at all i'm like what are you talking about like that's like the one of the scariest episode i've ever watched a scary scene and she's like it's not scary i'm like it's super scary and she's like it was just a clown I'm like, it's a clown i'm like wait am i afraid of clowns and then i tried to like figure out and i i couldn't really place that you know exactly like i am am i irrationally afraid afraid of clowns you know like not like how other people are afraid of clowns then i uh we talked about it and then um eventually our conversation got to our elder sister uh ayman and she said that yeah when we were younger whenever that's like uh, we used to go to the supermarket where they often have like a clown who would you know tie balloons make performances for kids and then whenever i miss those days actually (laughs) i know i do too whenever our father whenever we go to those shows our father would be like you know okay go to the clown go to the clown you know like go get the balloons and then we'd be queuing to get the balloon i would be holding my sister's our elder sister's hand and kind of like hiding kind of like trying to pull her away but not exactly and then when we get in front of the clown, I will be somewhat behind her, but also somewhat like trying to pull her away. And then she like, you know, kind of like accommodate and, you know, she's the eldest sister, she's nice and all that. So you know, then we get the balloons and then we go. And then I realized that from all of those stories, when I mashed them back up, I was afraid of clowns. And what I was doing was that like, I was like hiding behind her because, you know, I was afraid of it. And I was also trying to pull her away because clowns are dangerous. And I didn't realize that I thought that clowns were irrationally dangerous until I tried to think about it. Yeah. Uh, that actually, talking about, uh, that suddenly reminded me actually. Um, when I was, oh my goodness, I think, I think we were using a VHS tape. So I was mm-hmm. like three or two around that time. Uh, Probably I three was, then two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But because sometimes some things I remember, yeah, I think it's probably three, judging from other things. So I was afraid of um, Cat in the Hat, the specific the life the life action. Ah, Cat in the, the life action. Not Cat not the, the cartoon hat. one. The cartoon yeah. one was fine. Yeah. The life action one. Uh, it was. I think it was. Um, I think it will go on. Uh, it will. It will be because of like it's sort of like uncanny. You know, in the Uncanny Valley. Oh, right, the Uncanny Valley. Because I was really... Um, because the, the the thing was like, you know, it has all the humanoid features. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not human. Yeah. It has like a human face, but it's not human. It's Yeah, yeah. And Uncanny Valley yeah. is like this hypothesis, which is like um, when something like is so humanoid, it's specifically referencing to like robots. Oh. When robots have like uh two humanoid yeah. features, like too human like, there's like you when know that when you are uh your your interest to robots or your affinity towards them, you know, uh it's like it rise the more human it is, 
the more you like it. And so they said rice. Right. Until it gets to this one point where it's too close to humans, that is uncanny. It then it dips. goes down so into that this valley. valley. Yeah, right. So uncanny valley. So yeah, I think yeah. it falls under that because it was like you know really human, but it's mm. really weird. So the cat in the hat. The cat in the hat. The live action cat in the hat. Yeah. So I remember like even to the point of having nightmares <laughs> about with cat in the hat. Like there's this one specifically that I remember the most. I think it was the one that I had the night after I watched right. that uh, live action cat in the hat, which was. Uh, our uncle came to our house, <laughs> and suddenly he turned into <laughs> the cat, the live action cat, and had with a candy cane in his mouth for some reasons, like sticking out of his mouth. And for a long time, I could not see a candy cane without being reminded, reminded of, that. of that. It's not that I'm afraid of the candy cane; I'm fine with the candy cane. In but fact, then I, when I was, you see a candy cane, yeah, but when I see a candy cane, I reminded of that dream. It was terrible. Um, that's interesting because I I don't think for me, uh, my fear of clowns. I don't think it was like. Um, the uncanny valley kind of thing I, I mean I, because the thing is that some people do relate clowns to that hypothesis like it isn't like robot looking like human but it is like it is something that's like human but it isn't Yeah. because I think for me why I was afraid of clowns was because uh, when they're like all masked up you know like you know with all the makeup and everything yeah. you couldn't tell A you couldn't tell who they are they might be a criminal in disguise. You have no clue, you know. Or if they do, they are at such a point where they can do crimes and people will know who they are, you know. If they do something and then you report this one clown, you have no clue who they are. And they are out in the open, obviously in disguise. Yeah. And, you know, when people are in disguise, it's dangerous. And yet, no, everyone ignores them, you know. And people like look at clowns and they're like, ah, oh, funny, silly thing, clap his hands. They might be, you know, geniuses up to something, you know. And like, that's like actually quite somewhat a, a, a somewhat valid point to think about. Yeah, that's why you know I didn't know I was irrationally afraid of it because it's very rational. You know, everyone for me, everyone like, of course not everyone because obviously that's why people are taking the whole thing lightly. Yeah. But you know, people should be, and probably a lot of people would be worried about this clown you know because it is rationally proportionally dangerous fear inducing inducing. you know yeah at risk risk the risk the risk is in proportion the fear is in proportion with the risk yes so and then you know i realized that no people aren't that afraid of clowns i still feel like the fear is (laughs) like it's like definitely justified whether or not it is 100% in proportion with the risk, I have no clue. But I feel like there still is a risk, you know, in it. But yeah, it is like, you know, a little bit very, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but the, and then like, it's interesting because if you were to match that up with all of the other fears I have, which is like, you know, afraid of cats, like, cats because of how unpredictable they yeah. are, uh, like specifically how I cannot, uh, tell Predict, yeah, um, behavior yeah. and so I might be caught of God and then uh, my fear of darkness which I had yeah. which I no longer have uh, because I lose my sense of sight you know so I am losing uh, control over my environment and then uh, my fear of uh, height 
because I feel like I am at a state where I might not be able yeah, to, to con- you know, if I yeah. lose my balance, I can't, you can't control my situation. Yeah, you will definitely y- yeah, fall and you yeah, can't yeah, stop that. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, you know, clowns, because I couldn't tell who they are. I couldn't predict what they might do because like, it even masks yeah, their, their emotion. emotions. So, you know, I couldn't predict like their actions. They might be, you know, t- a- looking suspicious. You have no clue because they're masked up. You couldn't tell, you know. So, um, all of that and also even my fear of uh, losing my memory. Mm. I had a fear of losing my memory. I don't know if it's considered a phobia. But then I definitely was so afraid of it that I would fact check myself from time to time and I keep locks because I know that memory is what builds up a person. That's a policy I've been living with since I was younger. So I don't want to lose myself. So I was afraid I'll lose my memory, you know. So um, all of that fear is sort of like, there's a common trend in it, a common pattern, which is sort of like a loss of control or like, Losing, yeah, you know, yeah. losing control of the situation and losing, like, your inhibition, which is just basically losing control, you know. So, which for me is interesting because, like, once you, for me personally, you know, once I see that reason behind it, there's a lot of my fears that I sort of, like, am not so afraid of. Like, darkness is just because yeah. eventually I realized that I can navigate, navigate through darkness. darkness. It's just that yeah. like I still get, over, I still sometimes get hyper aware, but I can sometimes come, like most of the times I can like, calm I mean, myself f- down. For myself, it's just that I, I'm afraid that I might bump into something and it, <laughs> it will hurt my leg probably. Yeah. It happens you, a lot. You're no longer afraid that there might yeah. be things that you can't see. Yeah, creepy car- crawlies yeah. and such. I'm not so much afraid of creepy crawlies as like people, you know, dangerous people <laughs> around. Um, so, but then like things like I can like, try to compensate for like my you know my hearing i do get hyper aware but then i'm not so afraid of it yeah and then heights i do not know okay heights is interesting because you know i still will lose my control yeah. but I somehow i don't know what, how i lost that fear well i can't say at all yeah like, yeah but like, at least not but not like in the situation where you're crossing that thing yeah human bridge, <laughs> human bridge over road <laughs> that i i no longer get that fear yeah. because i remember when uh we were going hiking uh me and our father and some other people were going hiking we uh what do you call that i can't remember oh Rock, uh, a cave we went inside the cave we climbed up a cave and then we you know caves have those those like points where there's like you know you're at a yeah, high yeah, yeah. point in yeah. the cave yeah, yeah. And like, can, like can't imagine now. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a terrace. I don't know what you call it, but you know, they, yeah, on the cave, something like that. Yeah, a, a, a cliff in a cave. Yeah, basically. yeah. So it's like a cliff in a cave. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so like you're at this rock, which is like kind of unstable, and if you you know slip off, you might fall down to your death probably because it's sharp down there. And I was looking at it, and they were showing you know this is what you might fall into if you're not careful because you know they they're trying <laughs> yeah, to tell yeah. you be careful. So they showed it, and I was on it. And I looked down and I kept on walking. Later on, I was thinking like, that would have like, gave, gave me goosebumps. I didn't have any goosebumps. I was just like, oh, okay. And I, you know, tried to walk carefully. Zero fear. And that's interesting because I have no clue why that I was, I no longer afraid of it, but I wasn't, you know? Yeah. I didn't do anything. Maybe, maybe I was more confident. Because when I was younger, the reason why I was so afraid of that bridge oh human bridge yeah, yeah. overhead road 
is because I was afraid that I might, might slip. Oh, you might slip, right. Because it feels like the steps were so steep right. that I might slip. And when I was walking in the cave, I felt like I was in control with my steps. Like, I was wearing the right shoes. My balance is cool because, you know, we do martial arts and we learn physics. You know, we know how to balance yeah. our balance and stuff like that. And so I felt confident. Like, at least more confident. Because, yeah, confidence does build up to, uh, like, tolerance towards fears. Yeah, so to overcoming fears. Overcoming yeah. fears, yes. Um, because when you are afraid of something... It is because like you do so not a lot of the times when you're afraid of something irrationally because it's because you do not know. Yeah. At least when you're smaller, you yeah. know. Um, like for example, I was I had a f- terrible phobia with rusty things and anything that I look uh, that looks unclean to me. Like I could have something that's not clean, and I'm fine with it because I can't see it, or even if I could see it, I just do not feel mm-hmm. like it's that bad compared to something painted brown. That looks like mm-hmm. some yeah. rust or something smudged onto yeah. that surface, and I could not touch that thing. Yeah, in in this I case, it's not like fearful. Yeah, it's like anxious phobia. Yeah, it's yeah. got really it makes you anxious. Yeah. Uh, there's like at our grandmother's house, there's this one part, one tile oh, with. I know that tile. Yeah, because I was also. Yeah. <laughs> she also had. I was also very uneasy with like things that look. To our perspective, dirty. I have no clue why. It just puts. There's me like so... this one yellow dot on that yes, towel. Yes, yes. And one day, I was walking and I was like mindlessly walking. And I was like, I looked down. It was under my heel, <laughs> and I was you know you know touched my heel, and, like, yeah. and I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> and I like you know brushed it all, all onto every piece of um you know mat that I could find washed it and it's i could feel yes that thing. yes you could feel it i could feel you that can thing feel yeah it. even though <laughs> there's nothing but you can feel it yeah i mean that place has been flooded so many times it's been cleaned so many times it's probably just paint for you all you know it might be paint yeah it might be paint it's like beside a cupboard pot painted yeah. brown <laughs> yeah so but you know uh, eventually yeah fear so irrationally irrationally so eventually I managed to anxiety, uh, overcome it by knowing just no know, simply knowing that that thing won't mm. harm me. Mm. Like there's the this one yeah. um piece of mat that we use which I used to not be able to step, step on because on. there's like this brown stains. Right. I'm not sure what what were those brown stains. I, I can't remember. Yeah. It's most probably rust. Yes, yeah, probably yeah. most probably rust. Uh and Yesterday I just grabbed it with my hands, hold <laughs> that. Like at the state yeah. that was, it was used. In fact, you know, but it's fine with me now because I know that it will not yeah. really. Sometimes, like even though you know it, it still puts you off. Yeah. But then, if you have, if the thing is that phobias definitely like fears. It depends, but phobia it gets to a point where it uh messes up with your quality of life. You yeah. know, like. It hinders you from being able to do a lot of things. So if you are aware that you have an irrational feel or you are irrationally... If something makes you feel anxious Without, to a point that is out of proportion yeah. with the risk, then it's wise for you to try to overcome it because you know you don't want something to hinder your quality of life, etc. Yeah. Um, and knowing it, you know, when you know it, 
it may still make you feel uneasy, but it's easier for you to overcome it because you're like, it's nothing. For me, when I was younger, uh, because I was always into like getting over weaknesses. Uh, so when like, okay, I know that that thing is nothing, I would step on it. And it feels, you know, like really uncool. But I would purposely step on it to like make myself like overcome it, overcome it. And it took years, it feels. <laughs> it doesn't feel cool at all. And I still sometimes avoid chairs with like brown stains, which is just rust, but you know, paint, you know. But then I still try to, you know, like, I know I, when I was younger, I tried to purposely sit on them so that I don't, you know, have that fear coming up. I remember uh, that reminds me of this one time. I, I'm, I'm trying to get over my fear of lizards. Mm. I uh, googled lizards, specifically <laughs> like the type of lizards that you see it's, here. Yeah. yeah. They said and house lizard. like purposely to make the picture big, touch the screen, like stroked it, drew it. Like you know, yeah. to yeah. try and get that yeah drawing. Out. So because you, know, yeah, you because would you, feel you, when you draw something, yeah. you feel it. And like I'm yeah. I'm making this yeah. thing basically. Yeah. So that helped a lot mm-hmm. to the point that uh, there was this one time. There's a lizard, the dead lizard, which um, my sister was like, okay, it's time mm. you overcome your fears. Yeah. You need to take yeah. it. So I was able to yeah. like pick because it up. Because the thing is that and throw it out. He, you were at a point where if we just suddenly go to him like lizard, <laughs> you would be like screaming and jumping out, you know. Like, in this kind of case, if she drew this phone, I would probably throw that phone away. <laughs> yes, yes, because he's like you know so afraid of it. He's like, <gasps> and he just throw it back. I think one of the 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 oh, incidents right. of uh, lizards that really traumatized me was one day we we went back home from Dunkin' Donuts. I was enjoying my turkey toast sandwich. <laughs> oh my god. And my dad was like, oh. uh, hey, hey, look, Ahmed, there's, there's a lizard beside you. And I was like, you know, people always tease me on lizards. I'm, I'm over that now. So I went on eating. Because that was like a time when I was starting to grow up and starting to yeah. get better with this, that stuff. And he was like, no, see, I'm serious. And I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, funny, it's a funny joke. Yeah. And I went to eating. And the, the third time I was like, I look, it was, you know, <laughs> this plate here. Right beside the thing, it was just kind of like looking at me. Like it, I don't think it blinked, but with the expression, with that kind of blink, blink, yeah, blink. that kind of <laughs> <laughs> and I screamed. I threw my sandwich onto the the the, the plate, and it jumped out <laughs> and ran away. And I was just oh, we afraid of we afraid lizards. of lizards. Like I wasn't totally uh, over lizards yet, basically, but. I was starting to mm-hmm. get better, yeah. at least not overreact when yeah. someone throws stuff yeah. at me. Uh, but, you know, it just went back. And uh, from time to time, it can make me feel a bit, like, uh, afraid, sort of, uh, for a while. Like that one time at the hotel, I was um, washing my feet before I went to bed. And... Right in front of me, as I was, you know, washing my feet with the with the shower hose, a lizard fell down from the ceiling <laughs> and just onto the floor. And then, when we went back home uh, after that, I think it was like the day after that. Yeah. I think um, we arrived home late at night. I went to my bathroom, uh, and suddenly a lizard fell right into the sink I was going to use. Mm-hmm. And with that two events Incidents, happening at the same yeah. time. It just <laughs> every time I went to the it's kitchen, like, I'm it's like, like, 
It's like you have a, a lizard ferometer. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's like you can come like you used to be at an all time high, like constantly yeah, yeah. afraid of it. Now you have like points where you're okay. You calm down. You calm down. You calm down. You calm down. Skyrocket. <laughs> yeah. Because at that point, I'm just I I will always look at the ceiling. Okay, yeah. no lizards. Right. I'm safe. <laughs> and anywhere I go, basically. Um, what's what's interesting though, like it seem like I mean. A totally unscientific take on it, you know. But then, like, it seems like um, the fear, like phobias in general, does come, you know, stems up from like this. I'm not sure what exactly does it stem up from, you know. But then it does have like something about like something that we are afraid of, yeah. and it's so it like you know it goes into these. I I've seen that video. Of, uh, it's part of Minefield by Vsauce. Yeah, I love um, Minefield. I think it was like one of the earlier episodes mm-hmm. um, of this first season, where it talked about fears. It it did say that like all these fears yeah. and it gave a lot of examples. Yeah. It will relate to somehow. At least most yeah. of it, but I think it was yeah. talking about like all generally speaking. Yeah. It will somehow relate to death, like. Your fear, I think, it was death at the end. I like, remember for example, an episode talking about something like that, but I don't remember exactly. Because it it it, it from that one point, mm-hmm. death, yeah. it branches out into this these many mm, things. I get it. Yeah, th- there's yeah. that picture, the orange but circles. Then, but then I guess I mean that is if you were to theorize that you are afraid of that absolute end, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is that. Not everyone, you know. But it's kind of like part of human nature to survive, except to, if you have to 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 want to survive. Yeah, but yeah. then because uh, unless no, if you no, what I mean to say is that not everyone is afraid of that absolute end. Be- uh, not everyone believes that death is the absolute end, and if you do not believe that death is the absolute end, you know, I can yeah. see how my fear of losing control, you know, can yeah. lead to like death because like I'm afraid that. I would lose uh, my sense of control, leading to like you know, uh, death. But then, in the sense of like losing inhibition, uh, spe- and like losing memory specifically, it's like sort of like because I am afraid. I am. It is. It can relate actually to death. Technically, death of myself. You know, death of my character, death of my being. Yeah. But not death. Death. Yeah. You know, like that one death may not be for every situation. Like. That hypothesis works if death is an absolute, absolute end, end for yeah. everyone. Yeah, I think yes because when I'm afraid of losing my memory, I am afraid of losing me. You know yeah. who I am and who I'm supposed to be, kind of. So when I'm afraid of losing my memory and I'm afraid of losing control, I'm afraid that if I I am not necessarily afraid that I die, but I am afraid that I might it might. Brings lead to a situation where yeah. I lose myself. Yeah. So, your that's that part of you that that self. Yeah. Of yours. Yeah. Is the one that died. Yeah. Because you know yeah. you can't really yeah retrieve yeah. it if yeah. it's lost. Yeah. There, th- there are theories that you yeah 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 y- yeah. Simply put, <laughs> you know, because like we we can we can yeah. So, simply put, yes, yes, that is true. <laughs> But that still doesn't answer. Why are you afraid of spiders and lizards? Spy- yeah, because both of them are the same. They're like these icky things. Yeah. Why does that lead you? 
the why does that lead to i think okay i think it is shouldn't be death that absolute one point we're not scientists yeah we're not you know like this shouldn't we're be theor- like the correct th- uh, theory but i don't think it should be death being that root i think it should be absolute end yeah whatever you believe the absolute end to be you know it's just that there are a lot of people especially people who are who are um have a certain belief believe that death will be the absolute end you know another phobia i have that's on the same uh line as lizards and spiders yeah. will be trypophobia the fear of holes uh-huh. i'm not as bad as because some people are even more uh, have it yeah. worse than me but for me specifically only if the holes are like of a texture that i i it yeah. seems to me as if it's like a bit it's like if you cook a pancake in a certain way and it has like these yeah. air bubbles yeah. and that could cause me to feel a bit mm-hmm. and it does bring back to the whole texture yeah. that, that feel I mean because I do remember when I was younger I was like put off by certain textures even now I'm still put off like certain textures don't do well with me yeah. like velvet Yeah, it needs to be exactly a certain yeah. kind of velvet for me to be okay. If it's a, that exact certain kind, I love it. You know, otherwise, yeah. nope, not cool. So yeah, so um, I you know, or like high, well, high pitch sound. It just makes me yeah, yeah. But then is it maybe high pitch sound? It's not exactly a phobia. It's like no, that's it. Because like the uneasiness with the texture. When I was younger, I was so the textures made me feel so uneasy. That it like got to a point where I don't want to go to it, which may lead to like a fear or phobia yeah. or anxiety. You know, I am irrationally uncomfortable with it. Yeah. So when I grow older, I know that that thing can hurt. I know that that thing is just a passing feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It's a um, discomfort. It's yeah. Just, you know. I still do not like to yeah. be discomforted. I hate being discomforted. But it's just like I would still, you know, if it, there's something high pitch going on, I'm like, um, what's that, you know? And I try to stop it, but I won't avoid it. Yes, there was also another. I can't remember right. which uh, site said it. Yeah, I but remember. I think it's the Mayo Clinic. It says that uh, when you often times when you face a phobia or something you're afraid of to an irrational you know point, you would try to avoid it at all costs or endure endure it with extreme. Uh, anxiety and fear I think something like that uh, so yes definitely for me when I used to need to face those textures or high pitch noises it was that way and now sometimes it is but it's easier for me to face it yeah. you know yeah so I'm wondering you know if that also leads to when you were younger because it's so uncomfortable for you your body perhaps sense it to be harm yeah you know because that of that feel um you know when you you're so discomforted generally speaking for your body yeah. when you just dis- it when kicks you're uneasy the with something f- f- yeah. fight or flight response when you're uneasy with something generally it's because it's dangerous yeah so yeah when you're uneasy because of discomfort yeah you your body don't doesn't really it just receives your body would do that uh, yeah. F- yeah reaction the fight or flight like the in- the the adrenaline kicks in you know that whole thing that you learn in science yeah so um yeah maybe it's that you know so like your fear of lizards 
still leads back to that absolute end theory. I will correct it. I really don't think it's death. It's absolute end. Yeah. Whatever absolute end is to a certain person, you know, just that oftentimes it's death for people. Yeah. So yeah, that's our totally unscientific <laughs> <laughs> view on this. Uh, on fears and phobias. Um, it will be... be- Really cool if you actually know like the the true thing or like you know the 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 currently the, accepted yeah. scientific theory on it. Or if you have your own unscientific <laughs> theory <laughs> like we it. do, yeah, that would be cool as well to hear. Yeah, because you know it's literally what we do. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's interesting to you yeah. know explore these, and because exactly. for me definitely the coolest part about it is that it helps us overcome the yes. the ones that we have, the phobias that we have, and it helps us live better. You know, and it helps because I I don't think there is any way that you can justify living without over- trying to overcome phobias. You know, that you there's no way you can justify not right. needing to overcome fears. So that's true. Yeah. So so you do need to even though the fear is something rational. Yeah. You do need to overcome it in order to face. You the- need to at least not fear it out of proportion. Yes. Perhaps you'd ask, what is the proportion? Well, generally, if you sit back and think about it, and maybe you ask people around you, people who you trust, definitely, and you look back into why you are unproportionately afraid of it, usually you can sort it out. Yeah. Like, perhaps you, you don't need to get it to, like, 0% fear, you know? You're still afraid of lizards yeah. now. But at least you don't have to be afraid of lizards, you know? <laughs> like, you don't have to be afraid of that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... um our unscientific take it will be interesting to hear your unscientific or scientific <laughs> take if you're a scientist this will be cool uh, and thanks so much for listening you can leave a comment or uh, a voice message yep and you can also like the video if you liked it or if you are listening to our podcast and you can't like it you can follow us yeah Yeah. for more of our <laughs> conversations it'll be uh, it's really nice you know having you and it'll be cool to hear from you again bye bye